Hello, hello, friends. What an episode we have today. Talking about trends in photography. What's going on? Should we be following those trends and what I think about that? Also, what's going on with 2023 bookings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's a very slow roll, slow inquiry process. What are some ways that we can help boost our bookings? I'm going to talk about that. And I'm also going to talk about the photography slash economic trends that are going on and how to prepare for that as well in our offerings. Great episode today. Please tune in and listen, but also get on our email list because guess what? Something really fun is dropping in January. It's going to be big. It's actually going to be like kind of game changing for Rooted. So make sure you're on our email list, www.rootedwrkshp.com. Get on the list and you're going to get free education in your inbox. Not only that, but you'll also get updates and discounts when these things drop. Okay, without further ado, let's get this episode rolling. Hey, I'm Danny Purrington, and you're listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. I'm an elopement photographer who loves anything grilled cheese and traveling to weird and wild places around the globe. After being an entrepreneur for four years and building a six-figure business that I love running, I'm here to teach you everything from actionable tips on running a successful and thriving business to what's on my heart and how we can continuously seek to glorify Jesus even in our businesses. So here we go. Are you ready? Hey everyone. Okay. I recently polled in the Facebook group how everyone is doing with their bookings for 2023. And many of you expressed how you have a few for next year, but like less than normal. And I feel like I'm definitely in the same boat. Most of my bookings for next year have happened recently and are definitely rolling in slower than when compared to previous years. So why could this be happening and how do we prepare for this in our businesses? How can we possibly start booking our boosting our bookings for next year? This is what I want to talk about today. And as mentioned, it seems to be a pain point with a lot of you as we look towards 2023. And I first want to start and and I want to give some tangible tips today, but I first want to start with um, a couple of things that I think are important to look at as we look at next year and even the coming years in this kind of weird post-COVID era where couples are booking later than normal, but also just some other trends that are going on that I definitely want to talk about. But I also want to give you some tangible tips that may be able to help you with some more bookings as far as weddings, elopements, photography projects, or projects in general go for your books next year. And to just also help up ramp, help ramp that up a little bit, just because it seems to be a little slower than normal, which friend, you're not alone. (laughs) I think a lot of us are experiencing this. For starters, I first want to say that comparing yourself to someone else's bookings or business journey is just very unfair to yourself. So please just don't do that and don't get down on yourself if you're in a different place than some of your other photography friends. It's okay. I promise it's all going to be okay and it's all going to work out like it always does every year because I can guarantee you there are plenty of other photographers, even small business owners right now that are feeling the same way that you are. Okay, so now let's just ask the question, like, where the heck are our bookings? Where are they going? What's happening? Because obviously there's brides out there. If you're a photographer, wedding photographer listening to this, there are plenty of brides out there that need photographers. But why are we all experiencing a lull right now? Well, let's talk about it. 
first I want to talk about trends because trends are important to talk about. And I say trends, if you can't understand what I'm saying as like, what is happening, happening, trendy, when we talk about trends, we need to first assess what's happening with our market. Okay. Right now, certain trends we can see vary from economic trends to photography trends. And I think it's important to say that being on trend is important to staying with what's desirable and what's going to be popular for the coming months and next year or even coming years. If we can stay on trend, we will be more desirable to possible inquiries and potential clients. I'm going to start with how I kind of not blew up, but when I was early on in my photography journey, I was in the same position trying to get like a couple of weddings for my first year and trying to figure out how to do that. And so as I was writing this podcast episode, I was kind of going back to my roots a little bit, which was really interesting because um, I haven't done that in a very long time. And for a while, I've been kind of stuck in the old rut of doing what has always made sense and what has always worked for me. But this has really forced me to kind of start thinking about things that are different and new and, and keeping up with the trendy things that new photographers are doing that are getting them hundreds of bookings or at least inquiries. Not, I hope I would hope you're not booking a hundred weddings unless you have associates, (laughs) but why are all these like newer photographers or maybe some other photographers getting all of the bookings in the world while others aren't? So when I was first starting out with photography, I was definitely looking at the trends. I was looking at what's popular and what other big name photographers were doing that was working for them. And how could I do that to start making it work for me and for brides that maybe can't afford those bigger photographers, but could totally afford me. And one of the things that really stuck out was those movement poses, those candid poses, those ones where we're not just standing there and smiling. And and mind you, this was like 2016. So this was a while ago. But in 2016, there was a lot of photographers that were still doing a lot of the posing, stand there, smile type stuff. There wasn't a lot of movement happening. And there wasn't a lot of like fun, making photo shoots fun going on. And so in 2017, when I was really in my photography era, 2017, 2018, when I really started to blow up and get my clients is because I started offering what was desirable and what was trendy, which happened to be doing more of the movement stuff and more of the things that people desired, more of that authentic posing, more of the, you know, laughing, smiling, holding her and jumping around type deal. Right. And so that really got me on my feet and started getting me a lot of inquiries because people loved it. They loved the candid look of my photos. When we look at what's going on 2022 and forward, that is very much the industry standard. Now, I think we can say that the standing there and smiling posing has phased out 100% almost, if not like 98 point And now photographers are doing more of the movement and the, you know, more candid, authentic stuff that wasn't necessarily on trend in 2016. So now that we're all doing that, what are some things that we can be looking at that are the new trend and how can we hopping on board with that? The first thing I want to talk about is economic trends. Basically, this is pointing to money is tight for everyone, 
I mean, think about it. Cost of living is getting expensive. Gas, groceries, I mean, it's up like almost 20% for everything. Um, And I think inflation is now at like 8.2%. So yeah, things are expensive. And yet people's wages are not increasing. So this means that people actually have less money in the bank and possibly can afford not what they were expecting this luxurious wedding or elopement to be. Their budgets are smaller. And many brides are now having to figure out what is worth it in their budget and what's not. I can speak to this firsthand because I have a cousin who's getting married and her budget is also very tight. And so, you know, what is super important to her and what is she allotting in the budget for that? So most of the budget tends to be going towards, um, you know, wedding venue. That seems to be the biggest thing if you're having a traditional wedding or just, you know, a bigger wedding in general. Um, If you're eloping, it tends to go towards the creatives. So just something to keep in mind as we look forward with these economic trends. And, you know, they're also looking where can they get the best bang for their buck without spending the entire wedding budget. So, you know, I mean, if you're charging like $10,000 for wedding photography, you know, most eloping couples probably have a budget between 15 to 20,000 or less. Um, but that tends to be the average. And then for a big wedding, it's like 50 to 70,000, I think is normal. At least maybe this is just California, but it's, it's more expensive here. And that tends to be what I see. So they don't want to be spending their entire wedding budget on something that's maybe not going to be totally worth it. Now, most brides and clients can say that photography is one of the more valuable things to have on a wedding day. Absolutely. We're the ones capturing what's happening, but If it doesn't fit in the budget, it doesn't matter how ideal you are to them. If they simply can't afford it right now in today's trend, you might not be booked. And we need to understand that. Now, I'm not saying lower your prices because that actually wouldn't be fair to us as we also go through inflation. But what I am saying is it may be time to reevaluate the experience we are offering and what's included with the price that each of our clients pay. So, Like, what are some ways we can ramp up our packages without losing money or increase the value of our packages without having to add any extra costs on our end or any extra expenses? So an example of this could be maybe, you know, having a one month turnaround for wedding photos. Now, that sounds crazy. um, And like, especially in busy wedding season, like, yeah, I hear you. But if it's something that's desirable and different and, you know, you could probably do it then it's something that maybe we look into offering or even including like a hundred extra photos than what they originally paid for or would be paying for in your old packages, right? Be creative and think of things that we can start adding to not only stand out, but make our packages even more desirable. And you know, something that maybe they haven't seen because here's the other thing. I think a lot of photographers are getting a lot of the same education. And because of that, we're all kind of doing the same thing. So how do we do something that's different and stands out, right? I don't know. It's just something to brainstorm. The second is photography trends. So first we were talking about economic trends with what's going on with the economy. The second thing is photography trends. What's becoming trendy in our industry as an art? Some things that I've noticed are, you know, doing more of that like direct flash photography throughout the day. Um, You know, having a more vintage Vogue film looking photo type style, more authentic and candid photos instead of posed in between moments. I mean, even editing style right now is more of that classic timeless bright whites and less of the over edited 
type feel, right? And more and a more artistic approach to photos, such as a longer shutter speed for blurry photos, double exposures, and just other fun takes that photographers are doing with their photography. Now, I'm not saying these are essential, especially if they don't already fit your style, but if you're open to it, it may be worth looking into offering maybe, you know, a film camera offering or giving your clients a more artistic looking gallery. You know, actually film is totally in right now. I just went to Target and they, you know, their brand heyday or whatever that they have, which has like the portable speakers and whatnot. Okay. They have their own film camera that they just put out and they're actually starting to sell film at Target. Like if that doesn't tell you what's on trend, I don't know what else will. So film photography is totally in. Um, if it's something you can offer in your packages, it's totally going to be desirable. So make sure it aligns with your style and also be something that your ideal client would love. And if your ideal client is on trend with what's happening in 2022, then I'm sure they will love it. (laughs) So this all goes back to my point of saying that trends matter. And it's important to be aware of those trends when we see them and adapt to those trends. Sometimes doing the same thing that we've always done won't always work especially in changing times and times like this that have changed drastically in the past three years. So on that note, here are three things that we can do to tangibly prepare and increase our bookings for 2023, because I want to be giving you guys more tangible advice and not just like suggestion, fluffy things like follow the trends. While that matters, I think we also need to have some tangible things that we can do. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is we need to make sure that our marketing game is strong. So I know I can tell you right now, the reason I'm not getting a lot of inquiries is because I've literally been lacking on the marketing game and I have not been on Instagram. So if you're feeling the same, I want to ask you, Hey, have you been like faithfully putting in the time for your marketing? Marketing is essentially how people find us new people who might be looking for someone just like us. And we need to find those people and help them find us. And if we're not putting our work out into the world, they're going to have a really hard time finding us. So the key to this is not to just focus on one channel either, like social media. While doing reels and Instagramming and creating fun TikToks is definitely a great way to gain clients, and we should be doing that consistently, we also need to brainstorm some other ways that we can get clients in our inbox. And one of those being possibly running some Facebook ads. Yep, we might have to spend money to make money. It's how most businesses do business. So consider running an ad for one of your educational blog posts that you've written on your website. And if you want more information on how to write an educational blog post, there are many episodes on this podcast where we talk about how to run a successful website and that being included how to write an educational blog post for your ideal clients. But um, if you've already written one, maybe say a post on how to elope in Yosemite National Park, run ads targeted towards people that might be looking for exactly something like that. Or maybe they're recently engaged, love the outdoors and don't want a big wedding, but want to know other options. Those are the people that we need to be finding and helping them find us. And in order to do that, we might have to spend a penny or two to get to help them find where we're at. Now, once you run those ads for that blog, and let's say this client potential client sees the blog, they click the ad, they read the blog, and then they get to know who you are. Because in the blog, you introduce yourself and you say you're a photographer and they're stoked. So now they're starting to follow you on Instagram. Now, um, so after that happens, then 
you can run another ad retargeting those people that interacted, getting them to inquire or reach out to plan their elopement. So that's when you run the more aggressive, hey, inquire today, let's start planning your elopement ads. So you've almost got two different campaigns. Um, if you're familiar with Facebook ads, you've got two different campaigns that are running. One, which is the cold leads, you're introducing yourself and here's a fun blog post to educate you. And then two, the second campaign is a more aggressive approach that's saying, hey, time to inquire, time to book. So if you're just running ads right now telling people to inquire with you and that's the only ad you're running, you're not giving them an, an opportunity to trust you. You're not introducing yourself. You have no way to gain the trust of those people unless you're offering first some type of free education or something that introduces you so that then they're stoked on you. And when they see your inquire ad, maybe they're more inclined to actually reach out. If you're only running ads that say, hey, inquire today, then those ads will be wasted, period. That is on trend. And that statistically is what happens. Don't waste your money on just running those types of ads. You have to have a strategy. If you want more information on that, there is a Facebook ads podcast in episode in this podcast. So go listen to that where I go a little more in depth. But consider running ads. However, not only should we be using ads in our marketing strategy, but also we need to be consistent in every marketing aspect. So post more of your gallery blogs on your website. Get out into Facebook groups where your potential brides could be hanging out and keep sending your photography work out onto the internet through social media and your website consistently. All of these things matter in our marketing game and we need to be on it. If you don't have a lot of bookings right now, you may not have a lot of work or a lot of editing going on. So this is the time to start ramping up the marketing game and really start buckling down and putting out that content into the world. And again, if you don't have content, this is the time to go get it. So start planning more of those style sheets, get the content and start posting it as much as you can. Okay. But what about other places to market? Number two, that's where vendor network networking becomes really important. So start making sure that you're on other vendor preferred lists. If you are not already on some, start reaching out and getting on some. Reach out to other photographer friends and get on their referral list, you know, in case they're booked, then they'll refer people to you. Networking is so important. So make sure you have friends in the industry and use those connections as mutual beneficial relationships where you're sending them people if you're already booked and they do the same for you. So an action item for you, a tangible action item for you, go get on at least five other vendor referral lists and reach out to however many people you need to make that happen. Yeah. Get on at least five. Um, it really helps. I've said this before, but like I'm on two ven uh, venue referral lists and I get inquiries for those venues all the stinking time. So um, yeah, it's good to be on those lists. They really help. Number three, time to get with the times. As stated earlier, trends matter. It's time to start updating our packages, possibly even our offerings, and also adding some fun aspects to our photography or what we do. Start brainstorming other ways that you, that can make you stand out and desirable. Like, I don't know, let's think of some other ways that make your photography stand out. What who are you as a photographer? What are some fun things that you do in your photography? Like, are you a pro at shooting at blue hour and creating magic with each of your clients at blue hour? Market that. Or are you a pro at creating funky dance photos with your flash and posting mar like, and, and having them party and just having those like flash photos? Well, post and market the crap out of that. What is your photography known for? 
And if you're not sure what your photography is known for, talk to another friend or even a photographer friend and see what they say. Get some insight. And once you know that, I want you to run with it and make it one of your specialties that only you can offer and is desirable with all of your other clients. A good example of this is someone like Nicole, my friend, Nicole Kirshner. She lives local to me. She does a lot of big weddings. She also does a lot of those funky direct flash photos during reception and actually all throughout the day. And it takes these really, she takes these really fun party photos of her bride and groom, like disco balls, you know, you got the light drag and all that fun stuff. And she's kind of become known for it. And if she doesn't, Nicole, if you're listening to this, you have totally become known for that. So um, another person could be Annie Graham. Okay. We know if you know who Annie Graham is, she's kind of big in our industry. Um, She gets those really ultra cropped photos that portray so much emotion, but they're so cropped in. And she's very artistic in nature, very photojournalistic. So how does your photography stand out? What are some things in your photography that you think make you who you are as a photographer? And if you're not sure, go ask a friend. I'm not saying you have to answer this question like right now, because this is definitely like a soul searching tough one to maybe think about, but it's one that we could potentially utilize to get us to stand out amongst the thousands of other photographers out there. So start brainstorming, start thinking of ways that you can be different. I think if I was asked this question, my style would probably be like capturing landscapes and putting people in those landscapes. So like, I love wide photos with big mountains and then like couples just kind of adventuring in that photo somewhere. (laughs) It's kind of like where's Waldo? Like where's the couple? They're very small somewhere. I also love golden hour and I love taking golden photos as well. Something I believe I'm really good at and have also been told I'm good at by my clients. So, you know, I run with that. I post a lot of golden hour photos. I also post a lot of landscape, beautiful, like beautiful landscape photos So think about those things and use them as you begin your 2023 marketing journey. Actually, this is kind of proves my point. I had a client who inquired recently and said they love the way that I capture the landscape with people. And I was like, boom, brilliant. That's like what I try to do, right? And so that makes me almost stand out as a photographer. That's something that sets me apart. Think about those things, use them in your 2023 marketing journey. It's time to get with the times. And again, We need to also be thinking of trends and moving forward with the market. How can we meet our clients where they are right now? How can we become extra desirable and stand out from everyone else? And I know this is kind of like a big question, but it's something that you can definitely start doing your research on, on your own time. Start doing research on, you know, other photographers that are doing really well. What are they doing that's making them stand out? What are they doing that's helping them get those hundreds of bookings, not bookings, inquiries. Again, if you're booking a hundred weddings, please come talk to me. Like, don't do that. Um, what are they doing? That's working. What are some trends that we can be doing? Look at the newer photographers. What are the newer photographers doing? And if you are new, what are photographers doing right now? Maybe someone that you love to follow. What is she or he doing that is making them stand out and getting them awesome bookings? Stuff to think about. Now, I'm not saying we need to copy them, but I am saying that we need to look at what's going on and how can we be doing something similar. The old ways won't always work. It's time to update and start thinking about how we can be the best for our 2023 plus clients. What do you think? 
I don't know. I feel like this message is important and it's not one that we talk about in the industry a lot, but someone who's been, as someone who's been doing this for seven years, I feel like I sometimes am hesitant to hop on trends and to do that type of thing, but it really matters. Um, And it's important as we continue to develop as photographers and we should also be pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves in new ways. So this is a great way to do that. Let's talk about it in the Facebook group. Get in the group. It's Rooted Creative Community on Facebook. Um, If you have follow-up questions or you want to chat with me one-on-one, my email that you can get directly a hold of me is rootedwrkshp at gmail.com. And be looking for our fun events we have coming up in 2023. We have our retreat, which is sold out, but we do also have a rooted, a rooted SoCal coming this spring, as well as a big rooted workshop coming in the fall. And also keep your eyes peeled for the beginning of 2023, where we have a very fun thing coming your way. It's big. It's going to be awesome. I'm only hinting at it. You're not going to get more than just a hint, but it is going to be so essential for your education journey, and it's going to be very cost effective. And I can't wait to give it to you. That's all I have for today, friends. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this was helpful. If it was, share this episode with a friend, leave a review, all the good things. And until then, we will talk with you next week. Thanks for listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more tips and leave a review to help get the word out about our podcast. Resources and notes about what we talked about today are also available at www.rootedwrkshp.com slash show notes, all for free. I'm so excited you tuned in today and I can't wait to share more with you soon. Until next time and God bless.